Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 19 of Namaste Bitches Podcast. This episode, it's going to be a little different than the other episodes. Instead of having a guest on asking for one piece of advice, Tom Watts, my wonderful boyfriend, is back on again. And we just ran a Tough Mudder. We ran it yesterday. So uh, it's just me and him talking about running a Tough Mudder, our experience, and our advice if anyone is thinking about doing one, which I totally recommend that you do. So uh, there'll be be no plugs in between of me chatting it'll just be me and tom talking the whole way through i hope you enjoy it and uh here we go so here's me and tom with the tough mutter episode so how do you feel today so i'm sore too i have so many bruises all of the bruises so uh tom and i uh just ran a tough mutter race yesterday it was our second Tough Mudder ever, and um, instead of doing the usual format of me having a guest and asking them for a piece of advice, which is what I usually do and what Tom has already done, we thought that we would discuss running a Tough Mudder, and if anyone's ever thought about doing one, give you guys advice on uh, the do's and don'ts. Um, but first of all, let's talk about our experience this weekend. So how did you find it, Tom? Uh, not too bad. Really? <laughs> Except for the end, which sucked. So, uh, first of all, we camped out, and uh, step one, make sure that you have proper camping gear, because the I first time... Bag. Yeah, the first time we did a Tough Mudder, uh, Tom didn't even have a sleeping bag, he just used a duvet cover, didn't stay warm. It's this time, cold. we did have a sleeping bag for Tom, but it wasn't a sleeping bag that uh, is equipped for zero degree weather which is what we were sleeping in so poor tom uh just stayed up and shivered the entire night yeah pretty much pretty much and then the next morning we woke up and we ran our second ever tough mutter do you think you did better or worse from the first time we did it um i think the first one was easier yeah but i think i did better on the obstacles this time because i've been doing more gym but the running side wasn't so hot yeah, see, I felt overall that I did much better this one because our last Tough Mudder, I it had just come off the Edinburgh Fringe Festival where I did absolutely no fitness whatsoever during that month. Whereas here, I haven't been running as much, but I have been actually like, I don't know if you know this, but I'm doing a 30-day yoga challenge right now and doing you know lots of CrossFit and stuff. So I actually felt more comfortable for this one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're tired right now, aren't you? I'm absolutely hanging. Well, can you uh, can you just uh, turn it on for a bit for the we're, next 45 minutes? we all the way on. While we record this? Yes. So what's your uh, favorite event uh, as far as doing the Tough Mudder? Um, I quite like the King of the Swingers, but I completely fucked it up this time and went in the water like upside down. Explain the King of the Swingers. So you're, like, kind of high up, and you have to jump out and grab this bar that's above water, and you sort of swing out on it, and then you've got to hit a bell. But it was, like, a little bit further this time, mm -hmm. and I completely misjudged the jump, kind of surprised myself when I actually caught the bar, and just, like, let my swing feet swing forward and just held on and then let go. So I kind of just, like, pirouetted myself upside down and then just ate shit. 
Yeah, and fell in the water <laughs> in a very dramatic way. I am afraid of heights as it is. It's it, quite high. Yeah, we. D- it, it's essentially jumping off a high dive into uh, mu- muddy but very deep water. I'm already afraid of heights as it is, and I did it last time, and I was scared, but I was fine. This time, right as we got up to it, I freaked the fuck out. Like, I nearly cried. I was so scared to you do it. You weren't dealing with the water stuff very well yesterday. I wasn't. I don't do cold well, and I don't know. First of all, it was the temperature was colder this time than the last time we did it, so the water itself was very, very cold, and I wasn't handling that well, and then I think the combination of it being high up and knowing that as soon as I hit the water, I was going to freak out a bit just scared me even more. And I had to let like four people go in front of me before I could even do it. I thought watching you would help give me confidence, (laughs) but you fell in such a dramatic way. Like you basically flipped face planted on the water that I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. You did it though. I did do it. I did do it in the end. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, yeah, one thing I really like about the Tough Mudders is because we live, we live in London, we live in Camden, we're city dwellers, as my brother calls us, is it, it's just kind of fun being outside in nature and running around and seeing like the beautiful hilly English countryside. shit kicking around. Yeah, there was, it does smell like cow shit because you're essentially running through a field, but I just think it's really pretty and it gets me outdoors and I like it. Yeah, it's quite nice. Like, I know we weren't as trained as you wanted us to be, but part of me was just like, it's just so nice being outside for once. I feel like I'm always inside. Did, like, one three-mile run as training for this Tough Mudder. Yeah. Well, I did run a half marathon last month. (laughs) 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 So, uh, 30 days ago, I ran 13 miles, so I figured I was ready. Yeah. Well, and we were talking about this. For me... When I run, once my body just decides that, okay, we're running, I can keep going. Like, as far as running a half marathon, once I hit mile three, which I know takes a while, but once I hit mile three, my body's like, okay, we can just keep doing this until until we're done in 13 miles. But with a Tough Mudder, because you have the obstacle courses, there's a lot of stopping and going. And that actually, I, I feel like it makes it harder for me to run. Because it's hard for me to stop, wait, and then continue running. So I prefer that because I hate running. So like you never really have to run more than two miles before you get a break. Yeah, that's true. But it, And it's quite hilly too. It's not as yeah, flat really as hilly. road running. Goes. Do you think this one was more hilly than the last yeah, one? Yeah, way more hilly. Yeah. The other one was longer, but this one was harder. Yeah. The obstacles were more intense, too. Yeah, they definitely ramped up the obstacles. And the like you spend so much time going like up and down hills. Mm. Like The last one, there was a couple of hills, but this one was just like every running section was up hills. Yeah. And there were steep hills as well. Yeah. Like proper switchbacks, like trekking. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what is your favorite, uh, obstacle? King of the Swingers, you said? Did I already ask that? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, they were kind of good fun. I did like, um, they had a new one for, for us. This, like I said, this is our second one. The one called Shawshank I really liked. And that was, because that was like three <laughs> obstacles in one. That the barbed wire tube splash thing. Yeah. So what you do is you go under barbed wire through mud and then you have to crawl up a construction tube is that what that is what are those 
It's like a, I don't know, it's like a giant drain pipe or yeah, something. Yeah, Like, it's just big enough to fit in. The, yeah, this is why it's called Shawshank. So you cr- crawl through a giant drain pipe and you have a rope to pull you up because you're going up. And then once you get out the other side, you have to dive off into water. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that- like... I don't know how big the drop is for that. It wasn't super big. It wasn't super big. But you're I, going backwards. I was fine to do it. Well, when we got to the top, because the, they have volunteers and people throughout the course making sure that everyone's moving at a good pace and that no one hurts themselves. When I got to the top, I tried to crawl out of the drain pipe to turn around to jump. And the guy who was overseeing the uh, obstacle was just like, no, just fall straight backwards. Just fall straight backwards into the water. So I did a huge back smack. And again, you, with panache, nearly <laughs> did a backflip. Yeah, well, I was trying to get my feet so I could jump off. And he was like, just just go backwards. I was like, all right, I guess we're going backwards. So I kind of like launched myself backwards and ended up just flipping all the way around and just face planting into the water again and doing like a, a full spin underwater and then, then end up out. facing the wrong way somehow. Yeah. What a, What is your least favorite obstacle? Um... I don't know if there's, like, anyone I didn't really, I would consider. I mean, the electric shock one sucks because my arm's full of metal. Yeah. So, like, when I got hit by that last time, it's like being smacked by a baseball bat. But we didn't have to do it this time, so that was fine. I wonder if they play with the shocks being up and down. Because we didn't have to do it this time because we, it was our second Tough Mudder. So we got to do a different Indian event. But I was listening to some people talk about it and they were they said they didn't find the electric shocks that bad whereas when we did it last time it was i found them shocking <clears throat> <laughs> wow <laughs> what you didn't like my play on words it was great my play on words was adorable yeah as like last time they were definitely like the the, the shock shocks were pretty enthusiastic i thought they were intense yeah. I mean, they weren't like kill you intense, but they were more. They were more than I, I mean, thought. You felt they'd be. it, yeah. Because last time they had the tear gas one, where you crawl underneath. Again, you crawl through mud, but they have it tarped over, and then they're pumping some sort of. Uh, Just like tea tree oil. Yeah, it was like eucalyptus. I thought it was going to be pepper spray. It was. It wasn't. It was actually. I mean, it makes nice. your eyes and nose water, but it's kind of like a nice mentally. Yeah, like it's kind of nice. You feel so, like you've been through a spa treatment. So when we got to the tear gas one, when we did it back in September, I was like ready for it to be rough. And it was just kind of pleasant. So then when we got to the electroshock one, I was like, oh, this will be like the tear gas one. And then I got hit by one of the electrical things and it didn't feel good at all. No. Like I ran through it with my arms outstretched. So like, this would be great finishing. And then uh, you quickly end up just looking like a dinosaur trying to like make yeah. your way through it. Yeah, we have pictures of you all curled up trying to... Trying to uh, avoid the in electric shocks. Yeah, just James in the background rubbing his nipples. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll post that on the Facebook group. Um, yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I'm glad we didn't have to do that one again. I'll be honest. The other, I think I would have enjoyed the last thing a lot more if I wasn't so completely out of it by the end. Yeah, you had a huge sugar crash at mile like nine. Ten? Mile, like nine. mile nine was it? Mile nine. I was just yeah. Yeah. Done. So that is something you have to be careful about with any endurance sport is fueling yourself properly before enduring. So we like got up 
ate kind of half a bacon bat. Yeah, we were not (laughs) hungry at all. We we did eat a lot of junk food the night before as we were quote-unquote carbo-loading. Yeah, and a packet of hobnobs. Yeah, and then the morning we woke up and we weren't really that hungry at all. Yeah, that was not great. But they had Kool-Aid at the last one, and they didn't have any this time. No, they didn't. So but you, like, you kind of like kept your sugar levels up. Did you did you eat any of the bars that they had throughout yeah. the course? And those didn't help at all? Not really. You just needed pure glucose going I think through so, your body. Yeah. Like I was just crashed really hard at the end. Yeah. I did give Tom one of those energy gels to carry, but he feels like he took it too early on in the game. Well, okay, yeah, I took it like mile six. I figured like that would probably keep me going because I think last time I crashed at about eight, and then the tough mother, like fairy godmother, just appeared and gave me one. Yeah, and I was completely fine for the rest of it. So I was like, well, if I hit it at six, and I'll carry it through. But I just hit mile nine, and I was just completely out of it. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I jumped, cause, like the last obstacle is like it's kind of similar to the king of swimming swingers it's like a really high drop but instead of water it's a massive airbag this is much nicer than the water so like you jump out into this airbag and you're supposed you're supposed to try to hit a uh the, the, they had different colored yeah i think you just like see how far out yeah, yeah see how jump. far you can jump out but like but at this point i was like didn't really know what was going on or where i was anymore so i jumped out and held my nose as if i was jumping into water <laughs> Yeah, it took me it took me a minute to brace myself and jump out because again I'm afraid of heights. And then I jumped and I hit the airbag and I turned around to see Tom jump, who usually you can jump out on those things with no problem. And you were just standing up there like, huh, huh, and you didn't even try to hit one of the chimes. You just held your nose and jumped onto an airbag. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So next time we'll take more fuel packets. I reckon that would probably be a good idea. Wait, next time. Yeah, we've already... Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. If you recall the last time I had Tom on Namaste Bitches, he really didn't want to run the Tough Mudder because we were, quite frankly, more underprepared than we wanted to be. Literally, the day we showed up to camp, we hadn't even run the Tough Mudder yet, but we were just hanging out, grabbing lunch, and I was like, you know, you can volunteer to work these things and then run them for way less than they actually cost. And Tom was like, great, next time we'll volunteer. So before we even ran it, we were talking about running it and doing the volunteer bit next time. And then afterwards, that conversation continued. Well, yeah, I mean, you you know I get caught up in the moment. Yeah, they're strangely <laughs> addictive, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Afterwards, I told Tom, I was like, so do you? should we sign up for the next one now? And he was like, let's just give it a little while for the euphoria to fade. Yeah. I feel like I was writing about this on the blog right before we sat down to do this, but I feel like that's how all races get you. Like, as far as, like, running marathons, half marathons, 10Ks, Tough Mudders, any of it, I feel the way it gets you is as soon as you finish, you feel such a sense of accomplishment, like, yeah, I did it, that within that week, you sign up for another one, and then... Months later, when it rolls around, you're just like, what the fuck did I do that for? Yeah, it's definitely the atmosphere It's like well. kind of like a, a festival party atmosphere, and you're like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, you get caught up in it, and then you end up jumping into buckets of ice water. Yeah. I Oh, my God. I freaked out this time on the Arctic Enema. The Arctic Enema is where you slide down into a skip of ice, and then you have to swim underneath some tires and come out the other side of it. So you get submerged in ice twice, and I 
did not handle it well at all this time. No. No. I mean, it wasn't amazing last time. No, but it was worse (laughs) this time. Like, every time I wound up in water, and I'm a pretty strong swimmer, um, but every time I wound up in water, the uh, lifeguards on duty constantly were like, do we need to throw you the raft ring? You just kind of had, like, a look of sheer panic on your face. Especially after the swingers thing. (laughs) It was... It was almost worrying. Yeah, no, the king of the swingers, I was panicking before I jumped. I think with the icing, like, I was kind of dreading it so much that by the time I finally got there, it wasn't that bad. See, you kept voicing how much you were dreading it to the point where that made me dread it. Like, I hadn't really thought about it. And then for the past two weeks, you've been freaking out about it to a point where I told Tom on the course, I was like, we could just skip. This obstacle, you can, by the way, if you can't swim or if, if you you're want to afraid be a of heights, white, white. you won't. Well, and some, a disappointment to everyone around you. Some people can't swim, Tom. You and I can swim, so we well, can do that these deep. You could crawl across the bottom. Uh, my feet don't touch the bottom. In they the could throw you one of the. Can, do your feet got, touch the bottom? Uh, I didn't touch the bottom when I. I mean, I fell in pretty like haphazardly generally in all the water features, yeah. but no, I didn't touch the bottom. Um, but anyways, my point is, is if something, uh, scares you too much, you can, you can walk around it. And I did tell Tom, I was like, we could just skip the Arctic Enema this time. Like we, you don't get punished for skipping it. And, uh, he, he wouldn't let us miss any obstacle. Even when I was almost crying about doing the King of Swingers, he was like, nope, go up there, jump off. It'll be fine. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to gain by not doing it? Yeah. Well, I'm glad I did it. I was just... Also, um, there are... And I haven't read any of the articles because... Um, but people have hurt themselves doing Tough mutters. Um, but people have hurt themselves doing any endurance training. But after we had done the first one, my mother had told me a couple of stories how people had really hurt themselves and how someone died doing one. So literally as we were going to do the King of the Swingers, all I could think of is how my mom told me someone once drowned dur- during a Tough Mudder. And I was There's like, like a diver die. sitting at the side of the... There is, but... I mean, he didn't have any... He had like his mask and goggles off and he'd just been like chilling there all day. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I, w- I just, I had a bit of a freak out about you it. You did have a bit of a freak out. But that being... But you did it. I did do it. I'm happy I did it. Um, that being said, if someone does a Tough mutter and they need to skip an obstacle for one reason or the other... We will judge you. I, depending on how you skip them, I I find it somewhat forgivable. However, those one ladies who are just walking around, that I have a huge problem with. Yeah, so these, like this group of ladies who are fundraising for a charity... We know they were fundraising because they were wearing... Uh, jerseys that said it wasn't the McMillan Foundation, but something like that. They was were it like breast cancer care. It was like was it pink ones? It was the breast cancer. I think it might have been breast cancer. I mean, they were or kind nurses. Of like, no, they were no. That was a different group. Whatever it was, but like they, they were, were fundraising. They were kind of out of shape, but there's a lot of out of shape people doing it. Like you can do it if you put your mind to it. But we just finished like the mud mile, which is where you're just sort of. It's just a load of like muddy puddle like deep muddy puddles and banks that you have to climb through and you just get completely covered in mud mm-hmm. but it's like you run down and then go through that and come back up and it's about a mile and we sort of like caught these women coming across and as we came up they were like oh, as what? we were running uphill 
yeah so we'd just done this section they're like oh what's down there and I was like oh that's the mud mile and she's like well what's that and I was like well it's just this bit you go through the mud and they're like oh I think we'll just skip that bit but <laughs> it's like trying to figure out where they just come from but they've just been like cutting across anytime like a path goes down and back they've just been like cutting across and they were sort of like lo- laughing and joking about taking shortcuts and like talking to each other about like oh you know no one else needs to know that we've taken all these shortcuts yeah like, you know what fuck you guys so they were basically we think walking the majority of it which yeah, I they, mean they we, definitely like they we were walked, they were clean they were clean they weren't they didn't <laughs> they just showed up and walked around in the countryside like if they you didn't did, get stuck in as if you did like one of the exercises you get mud on you because you're generally on the floor at least yeah. so like you get dirty doing any of them and they were all just like clean yeah and this was like this wasn't well we about three quarters of the way through at this point yeah there's no way to get three quarters of the way through and not be covered in they were dry as well mud. yeah so they had skipped all of the water stuff yeah, that is... Well, if you're not going to at least try it, what what's the point? You know? Yes, I do know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what... Uh, if someone is listening to this now and they want to run a Tough Mudder, what uh, advice do you, would you have for them? Uh, do more than one three-mile run in training. Yeah. I would say the running is the biggest part, excuse me, of the, uh, of running a Tough mutter is the running. Because um, some of the obstacles don't evolve, involve any skill. You just have to be, like, willing to do it. Like the, the cage water one. What's that one called? I can't remember. That was, like, the, was it Legacy they call it? There's one where you are floating on your back and there's a cage above you and you have to pull yourself through the water uh, with the cage above you. So there's no way for you to come straight up. So it looks far more intense than... It's more of a mind one. Was it like about 20 meters long as well? Was it? And you've got like... You've got... The gap between the water and the cage above you is just enough to have your nose out of water. So like your ears are underwater. So like... It's pretty like claustrophobic inducing. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm saying it's. And like you're, you're kind of crawling yourself backwards, but like yeah, but like be- most of the tough mud are like because you could t- do it by just like anyone could do it just by putting their mind to it and yeah. just doing and it. And because it's built for team building and helping one another, like there's as far as going over the big walls, like the twenty foot walls, people people help you and you yeah. Tom Tom helped me over walls, and then I tried to help him, but he was fine. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so like say Everest where you basically run up a half pipe and there's very few people could get up that on their own. Like you basically run up a half pipe and then grab onto someone's hand and then they help lift you up the rest of the way. Like it's tall as well. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's very tall. It's a half pipe. Isn't that a half pipe? It's a quarter pipe. It's a quarter pipe. Sorry. It's close to a vert. It's close to a vert. I don't know what any of that means because I've never... <laughs> well, it goes vertical. Game. So, like, it kind of... It scoops up and then it goes... There's a vertical section. Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, I, I don't know how you get that on your own because it's tall as well. Yeah. There's a couple people who were... I saw were able to, like, just grab someone's hand and almost continue walking up it. But I guess they had a lot of speed behind them. Yeah. I think... Sorry. Tom, I just dropped your thing. It's okay. It's only my hard drive. Okay. Did I break it? Mm. 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 Okay. 
Well, I was going to say, I think uh, running is uh, the best way to train for it. And then also, it's probably different everywhere you do it because Tough Mudders are... I was looking on their website. They're in America, England, um, Germany, Australia. Where else are they? They're all over the place, is my point. Just all over the place. So I'm sure it depends on the terrain, but at least running them here in the UK, they're very, very hilly. Like, very hilly. And so I think running Indonesia, they're in Ireland. Yeah. Tampon Island would suck. Why would it suck in Ireland? Because it always rains in Ireland. Yeah, it's just always cold and wet. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I think um, uh, I think they that doing interval training and practicing doing hill running would be really helpful. Like at, when we do another one, at least once a week, we should go and run around Hampstead Heath. Yeah, definitely. Like you want to be confident at. Like, if you could run six miles, that would be enough to run a Tough Mudder. Because mm. that's what I did last time, and I was fine. And this time I didn't, and it wasn't so great. Yeah. Um, and, like, upper body strength as well, because, like, everything, all the obstacles are upper body strength. So, like, pull-ups and, like, working towards pull-ups is probably the best training you can do yeah. for, like, any of the obstacles. Um, that is one thing. There is the uh, funky monkey, where what you do is you go across monkey bars and then it switches from monkey bars to a pole. And you got really far this time. Yeah. You got further than last time, right? Yeah, towards the end, and then my arms just gave out. See, I didn't get that far again. And if you fall, of course, you fall in water because it's a tough mudder. And then you have to swim to the other side. But that's the one that I really want to, next time, I really want to be able to get across the monkey bars. Yeah, it was kind of my goal for this time, but I was just... Yeah, I just think I make it. Like, if you get just across the monkey bars, that's halfway. So you got you got across the monkey bars, and then you got on, you got like halfway down the pole side. Well, it's like it's quite long as well, and it's, the yeah. monkey bars like go up, and then there's the monkey bars go to like a pole, which is kind of like not secured, so it sort of swings around a bit. So yeah, you, you kind of cross cross to the swinging pole thing, and then from that you go cross to- along to like a long pole, which is just suspended with like rope mm-hmm. so like as soon as well i, I kind of cocked it up a bit so as soon as i grabbed onto it like i just sent it swinging so i was just like swinging from side to side trying to control myself and like go forwards and it was just like it was a bit too much yeah that's the one that i really i want to have the upper body strength in order to do that one that's the one that i'm really kind of like oh because i thought i like, would you want a lot of grip strength and a lot of like yeah, just because I, I don't know, because I could do quite a lot of pull-ups as well, but it didn't really... Because well, you're switching from one hand to the other as well, so you need right. to be able to, like, pull your weight up enough with one arm. Well, in two, uh, or as well, the we're, they're monkey bars, but they're not the size of, like, monkey bars on a jungle gym. They're thicker. Yeah, they're, like, they're a bit thinner than scaffolding poles. Yeah. So I think that makes the grip trickier would you say it makes it trickier and you're cold and wet and heavy because you're cold and wet so now tough mudder offers as well as tough mudders which are between 10 and 12 miles long they also now offer half tough mudders which are um i'm gonna guess six five to six miles long 
What do you What do you think of half tough mudders, Tom? Uh, not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Would like you a, ever do one? No. Well, a tough mudder is already it's already like a half marathon, mm-hmm. and it's kind of enough of an event to get out of London and go down and camp somewhere for a tough mudder, and you're going to get just as muddy and cold and wet doing a half tough mudder, but it's just. It seems like a lot of effort for half an event. Yeah. Well, it's kind of... I was telling you, because I've, I've done a couple half marathons. Don't know if, don't know if I've ever talked about is it before. What, is that what those medals are? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of them's a marathon, so no big deal. Uh, but the other three are half marathons. But I have friends who tell me, they're like, oh, I'm training for a 5K. And a 5K, there's nothing wrong with a 5K. It's three miles long. But just train for something hard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess if you've never run, like, 5K seems like a big deal, but... I had never run in my first event was a half marathon. Oh, lardy fucking da. Well, <laughs> insane. Well, you had never run, and your first event was a Tough Mudder. Yeah, that was the longest I'd ever... That six-mile run training was the longest I'd ever run in my life. Yeah. Like, I generally try and avoid running at any any chance I get. What really frustrates me is even though we didn't train for this one as much either is you don't run you talk about how you don't run at all and i've i've put in time running and you are so much better at it than i am and that is not fair i mean what can i tell you <laughs> it's just like you're like well i do a lot of leg exercise at the gym which i think helps i think also your build you're built to run you have like a tall lean body you look like I mean, I've, a runner like in school i was probably maybe the slowest person in my year at running like i was shit at running at school like i couldn't do cross country and i was slow mm-hmm. so like, i don't know i've just i've always been really shit at running so do you feel like now that you're older you're better at it uh i feel like i'm more willing to just do it mm-hmm. like i mean yeah i'll re- judge yeah just more like i'll just suck it up and do it whereas when i was younger i would just not Mm. but i don't feel like a natural at running at all oh really no and my knees are completely fucked as well so that's do your knees hurt now yeah (laughs) oh do they my knees always hurt after a run my knees and my hips hurt i've got like i think it's probably from all the abuse i had as like a teenager like skating and stuff but i've like worn away the cartilage behind my kneecap Mm. so my kneecaps don't track they free float yeah so stuff like running uh just really really irritates the hell out of them yeah um yeah i don't know i just i was just kind of when you started to crash at mile nine like i I told you during the tough mutter it's like i I was you know i didn't want you to crash but at the same time i'm like (laughs) oh good this is affecting him too because you're like i feel like you're always you're always the stronger one of the two of us. And I was just like, this is so frustrating. Yeah, that was, I was a, yeah, that just sucked. Like just complete sugar crash. And I was like completely out of it. I think you, I don't know. You need to learn how to fuel yourself for endurance stuff because you don't do endurance stuff. So it's just quicker to drive. (laughs) Okay. The tube. Yeah, well, you need to. If we're gonna do another one, we need to learn how to make sure that you don't crash again. Yeah. 
So we need to figure out what's good to eat beforehand. By the way, if you camp out... A pack of hobnobs? Yeah, a pack of hobnobs. <laughs> you, you can do what Tom and I did and just take a bunch of cookies and eat those the night before. Or if you camp out, they do have a place where you can set up a camp stove if you haven't and actually cook for yourself. Yeah, some guy would like just brought a kitchen with him. Yeah. He was cooking like a chili. Yeah, he pre-made chili at home and then was basically warming it up there to eat. And he was talking about how... Because they have food stalls and stuff, which is what we ate at. The food was pretty crap there, though. Yeah, it's... Well, as he said... the last one was better. Well, yeah. As he said... Um, it's it's basically like festival food. It's not good for you. It's just, you know, it's fries it's like and crazy burgers. crazy expensive and, as well. Yeah. Well, and he said, he was like, yeah, you get something over there and you don't know what's... How, it's probably more fat than protein. Whereas he brought his own chili of like nice beef mints. And basically we were just staring at this man's chili. And then we had to walk away because it was getting awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, uh, when, so when do you want to do the next one, Tom? Um, I don't know. I guess the London London South in September. The thing is, is we've already done the London South one. I want to do... Did we do the... Was this one called London West or London Northwest? Yeah, no, this was London West. There's one There's one called London Northwest in is it London September Northwest as well. London or just Northwest? What, the one we just did? No, the London Northwest one. The, I'm on the website right now. There's one called London Northwest, and it's on September 10th and 11th. Although I think I might have something planned for September 11th. Isn't that what we did last time? I don't know. I, no, we did London South last time. Okay. I mean, the, the, the term London is used very loosely. Like, this one was in Henley. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the one in Bristol is like London West. Yeah. We could, we could go to We could go to Ireland and do them. Or, ooh, ooh, let's go to... Let's go to Let's go to Germany and do it. I don't know how fun it would be in Germany. Why wouldn't it be fun in Germany? It would be more fun. I'm going to look up the events right now. Find one in Germany. Yeah. Let's go to Germany. It'll be great fun. Oh, never mind. Oh, we could do one uh, in South Germany in September. Oh, me either. Why do I have a feeling you're not actually going to show up? <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm not sure. Do you have anything else to add or piece um, of advice or how you felt during the Tough Mudder? Yeah, take a bottle of whiskey with you. Because it's <laughs> drinking that's really expensive and it's quite nice just to get smashed afterwards. Yeah, that's that's true. Or take bring your own beer i'm not sure if you're technically allowed to do that so don't be super ostentatious about it because well, like they- when we went last time with james dan and little dan we were like what did we take like three bottles of spirits and a crate of beer yeah i, th- that was I much think we took f- like a six or twelve don't drink too much before though because like right cause no, i was feeling quite hungover when we started the last one yeah um also uh it's really fun to do in a group tom and i did it just me and him this time around but it, it because it, it was is insufferable it was not insufferable <laughs> well, you, you liked it tell, tell everyone how much fun you had once we actually started doing it i had a lot of fun once we started doing it well, I didn't, no say it like you mean it anyway Ah, but yeah they're billed as team events so 
you can do them with just you and someone else, but they are way more fun to do with more than just Tom. Not <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not that I had so much fun running around the countryside with you yesterday. Um, and you will get bruised a lot. Like you will get bruised a lot doing it. So, I mean, my knees. I look. I've got like the knees of a porn star at the moment. They're so fucked. Yeah, my my arms look like. I, I mean, I look like a battered woman. Let's be honest. It's not an attractive look. Um. Yeah. So I think that's kind of all we have to offer about the tough mother. Just train if you want to do one. You can do one without training. I mean, clearly we just did it, but we don't. Recommend I mean, there was it. there was people there that clearly hadn't trained. Yeah, and like we, at the beginning, we were we were two of them. So, I mean, we did a run. We did a run, and we do we do. I, mean, do... You, I think you probably trained more than me, like running wise. Yes, for sure. Because last month I ran a half marathon. Did I mention I ran a half marathon? Did you run a half marathon? I ran a half marathon. Wow. Did I did I mention I ran a tough mutter yesterday? I've done two two tough mutters. Well done. Thank you. I've done a marathon too. That's it's very clever. Yeah, it's like all the running. Yeah. See, with that good. remember when you did the marathon and I went to cheer you on? Yeah. But like, instead of running for five hours or however long it is, <laughs> like I managed to have like a nice day out in Brighton, then meet you at the end. Yeah. And I went for a really nice lunch and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just running and running. And yeah. Because like with the marathon, there's a bridge over the course, so you can just walk one side to the other, and you don't actually have to run like <laughs> was it like, twenty six miles. 26.2 right 26 miles like, 26.2 you can just walk straight over the bridge and then like you're from this we had like this cafe which had like these really nice pancakes <laughs> and then you just walk straight over this bridge and you get the finish but then you I mean it took you five hours to get there I was just I was I was busy having all the fitness getting angry imaginary things I didn't say <laughs> I have a thing when I get towards the end of courses and my blood sugar's dropping and I'm really tired I imagine fights that Tom and I are going to have once I'm done which never happen because you're always fabulous and supportive but he likes giving me a hard time so my goal that when doesn't I doesn't sound like something I would do well my goal when I ran the marathon was to run it in four hours and 30 minutes that was my goal and I missed it by a lot. It took me five hours to do it because when I hit my late teen, I hit a wall. And uh, so all I could picture, because Tom likes giving me a hard time, and I thought he'd think it was funny that as I crossed the finish line, he would just look at me and tap his watch, uh, and then I'd have to kill him. Uh, but he he didn't he didn't do that. So and I waited for you at the half line at the halfway point and you just ran straight past me I didn't know you were going to be there well, that was why it was a surprise we ran past the hotel that you and I were staying at so I looked for you there I was like maybe he's there and you I weren't. waved and showered but you were just not interested I was very busy running <laughs> I was doing all the running yeah but anyways uh, we're I not... remember what the point we were talking about was yeah we were talking about we were talking about the Tough Mudders of course we were talking about Tough Mudders that's why we're here oh yeah just train uh, that's, I mean, I mean, if you, here, here's one thing I will say, because Tom did want us to back out of this one and we did Wait, buy that's it. Not something I would say. Yeah, no, you did. Uh, you asked me last month and then this whole week you've been just waiting for me to go. We don't have to do it. Um, but it, as far as running events go, I feel like whenever I do them, I, 
I always want to be more prepared than I am. And I always feel so good after I've done them. So even train as much as you can. But even if you feel like you haven't trained as much as you planned on it, you never will feel that way. So just shut up and run. Like you could, like you could ease, you could just do a tough motor if you hadn't trained. Like if you just like put your mind to it, you could do it, whatever. Like, mm. yes, I agree. <laughs> there was one guy who was getting uh supporting and limping up the hill who had a t-shirt that said go hard or go home oh oh yeah i think i saw him yeah "Mm." yeah well there was i think he was just being a bit of a wet wipe though there was one guy who was saying who who passed us on the course he was saying that he thinks running half marathons and marathons are harder because you're just running the whole time and he goes like but this this is just a stroll through the countryside like that's how he di- he wasn't looking at it as far as like getting the best time. Like, there was a lot of people walking, so mm-hmm. not not us included, of well, course. Well, that is no, we didn't walk Definitely at all. We walked quite a bit. Um, but that's another thing that uh, in a tough mutter they don't they they don't time you like there's no best finisher. There's no racing against the clock, which you have when you do Spartan races or when you do. Uh, marathons, half marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks, you're racing the clock. And for that, it's just, they say, put teamwork and camaraderie before your finishing time. So there's not a, they take the pressure off of finishing fast. Yeah. Probably part of it is because sometimes you have to stand in line to do an obstacle. Yeah, you do spend a fair chunk waiting around for stuff like the, what's the... Everest? Everest, yeah. And the uh, monkey bars as well. Yeah. The rest of them, there wasn't much of a queue. I feel like the mm. when we did it in September, we had to stand in line a little more. Yeah, I guess we had to queue for the Shawshank one a little bit. Oh, yeah, we did. But, like, yeah. We didn't have to queue for the ice bucket one at all. <laughs> no, that was a bit of a shame, really. <sighs> I think because I've been doing so much yoga, like, my body, I... I can adjust to heat really well. I do not adjust to cold. So I'm the other way around. Like, I don't deal with heat very well, but the cold's not really too much of an issue. Yeah, unless you're trying to sleep. Unless I'm trying to sleep. I had I put on, like, all the clothes I had. Like, I had, like, long johns, trousers, vest, T-shirt, long sleeve, jumper, and my ski jacket <laughs> in the sleeping bag. And I was still absolutely freezing. That's so sad because I was lying next to him in my very nice North Face Sub Zero sleeping bag. I was snugly bugly. You were snoring like a whoopee cushion. <laughs> well, that's because it was cold <laughs> outside and my nose was all stuffy and I couldn't help it. <laughs> I wasn't snoring the whole night. No. There's a bit of it that I was awake for because I had to pee, but I didn't want to get up and go pee. So I know I wasn't snoring then. There's at least one hour that I was debating on going pee that I know I wasn't snoring because I was awake. Right. I'm just saying. <laughs> it wasn't the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we should probably wrap up, and uh, which I think I've been trying to do for the last 15 minutes. But... Uh, yeah, uh, I had fun doing the Tough Mudder. Tom, did you have fun? Yes, it was fun. And you can hear it in his voice. How... <laughs> it was, no, it was good. Uh, I mean, like, today sucks, but yesterday was pretty good. Yeah. Um, if you uh, if you want to do one, get a group together and do it. And like we said, the most important part about it is the running. So if you can train 
if you train like you're training for a half marathon, you'll have you'll have an easier go. It'd be of like it. piss if you could train like that. Say what? It'd be piss if you could train like that. Yeah, uh, and if you can throw in some hill sprints and running during your training, that'll take you a long way. I suppose, like if you're doing it in some place like Vegas. I mean, are there hills? You know, I don't know. But um, but yeah, definitely sign up for one. Do one with your friends. Have a good time. Uh, Tom, is there anything uh, with your filmmaking stuff that you want to plug right now? Um, just the Ravencourt stuff. The 360 stuff. T- tell the people about it. Well, I'm making 360 videos and they're bloody awesome. So you should check them out. Where can they check them out at? Well, glad you asked, Abby. They can check them out at YouTube uh dot com whatever <laughs> ravencourt films so raven type that in raven <laughs> type Co- that into your url and you will uh so, get redirected yeah. by google to something else so Tom, tom's company is ravencourt films you can check it out on youtube he has a facebook page as well and his uh new website will be coming up shortly correct correct and your former website's still online right yeah that's tomwatts.tv cool and of course, uh, for me, for upcoming stand-up gigs and uh, podcast blog, everything is at abigliah.com. I'm currently doing a, a 30-day Bikram Yoga challenge, and I'm blogging about it daily. So if you uh, if you want to read about what that's like, uh, go to abigliah.com. So uh, how's how's the yoga making you feel, Abigliah Shimon? Uh, I mean, I can't drink nearly as much liquor as I wanted to. Now I'm a lightweight. I'm feeling pretty good. I really don't want to go today. I really just want to curl up in bed and watch TV all day, but that's not allowed. You need to go so I can have the flat to myself for a while. (laughs) I have been gone so much since I've started doing it because what I'll do is I'll leave. I'll take my laptop with me. I'll go to yoga. Then I'll go to a coffee shop and write, and then I'll go to a gig. So it's like having a real job. I'm gone from like 9 to 5. It's horrible. Yeah. So... Uh, but yeah, I got to leave in a half hour to go to yoga so Tom can have the fly to himself. And, uh, but yeah, uh, check out Tom at TomWatts.tv. Uh, check out all my stuff at Abigail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And uh, the next episode, I think we're going to have a CrossFit coach on. Uh, it's going to be very exciting. So uh, I look forward to uh, sharing that with you guys. And have a beautiful day and namaste. Bye. Say namaste. No. Say it. I'm not saying namaste. Say namaste. No. The show's called Namaste Bitches. You have to say namaste. That's your problem. No. Bye. Tom, Tom be a team player. We, we played all the team yesterday. Oh, fuck. All right. I'll work on this. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. So that's it. That's episode 19 of Namaste Bitches. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it informative. Um, Tom might come back on again and we might have a little chats here and there about our fitness goals and what's going on in our own health lives, if you will, because uh, uh, he apparently enjoys doing podcasting and is very convenient for me to get a hold of when I can't get an actual guest. So, uh, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed it. Check out Tom's work, uh, Ravencourt Films, TomWatts.tv is his website. And, of course, you can find everything about me at abigalaya.com. Join the Facebook group Namaste Bitches Podcast. 
Tell me, uh, what'd you think of this episode? Did you find it helpful? Would you like to hear more of me and Tom just chatting? If you have time, go on to iTunes. Leave a review. That helps bump us up in the ratings and we get more people listening to the podcast and we get to build a bigger community. Thank you so much and have a beautiful day. Namaste. Namaste.